الحمدللہ وکفا السلام علی عباده الذين استفى اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم من كان يريد حرث الاخره نزد له في حرثه ومن كان يريد حرث الدنيا نؤتيه منها وماله في الاخره من نصيب سبحان ربك رب العزه اما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم الله سبحانه وتعالى قران الكريم بفرمايا كي جو اخرت كا حرث هو حرمت تايد سبز پیداوار کھیتی جو آخرت کے کھیتی کا ارادہ کرتا ہے نزد لہوفی حرسی ہی ہم اس کو اس سمرات میں اضافہ کریں گے زیادت دیں گے اور جو حرس دنیا چاہتا ہے جو اس دنیا کو اپنا کھیت بنانے کی کوشش کرتا ہے نوتی ہی ہم اس کو وہ دے دیں گے منحاس دنیا میں سے وہ مالحوفل آخرت من نصیب مگر اس کو آخرت میں کوئی حصہ ہی نہیں ملے گا اب and is seeking to sow the akhirah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give that person ziyadah, nazid lahu, will give him more than even they strive for. But that person who tries to strive for the dunya, notihi, will give it to him, minha, that's just part of it. Min comes from ba'ath, for part of it, wa ma'aluhu fil akhirati min naseeb, that they will have no share in the akhirah, whatsoever. That's what it means in Quran. Wamalahu Ma is nafia. They will not have any share in the Akhirah whatsoever. Now what is the ayah talking about? Is there some sin that they did? No. Was there some zina they did, some katal they did? No. All that they did, Mankana Yuridu Harsad Dunya. They made the dunya their murad. They had irada for the dunya and ma, ma, ma fiha, and that which the dunya contains. They became a lover of the dunya. They wanted dunya. Allah said, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you, grant you part of it, but you will not have any share in the akhirah whatsoever. You should keep translating this ayah. I could do it ten times. Because we think, contrary to Quran, we think, okay, no, we go after the dunya, we chase the dunya, we seek the dunya. Still, it's okay. We'll get something in the akhirah. Allah Ta'ala is saying, no. وَمَا لَهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِن نَسِيبِ You will not get any drop of the akhirah if your object of irada was the dunya. So it's talking about a particular feeling here. Doesn't mean I'm not saying that Allah Ta'ala is not saying quit your jobs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying is don't make this place your murad. Your irada is reserved for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for that person 
means that they always wanted to sow and they wanted the provisions and the fruits of the hereafter. Then nazidlahu, not notihi, not that you will be granted. They will get even more than what they strive for. They will get infinitely more than what they wanted. So akhirah is more than dunya anyway. But in this ayah, Allah Ta'ala is saying, you strive for akhirah, you will get more than what you wanted. You strive for dunya, you only get part of that dunya, plus you will get nothing of the akhirah. Some Mufassirin say that that second part is also here. You strive for akhirah, you'll get more than what you wanted, and you'll get everything in the dunya. <laughs> that part is also there. It's a complete symmetrical opposite. So it's our choice and what is the attitude we wish to have towards the dunya. So what is the dunya? Allah Ta'ala described the dunya in Qur'an as Darul Ghurur. The dunya is the abode of deception. The dunya is a life of game and play. The dunya is fleeting. And the akhirah is Darul Surur. It's the place of real everlasting bliss and happiness and joy. This is Darul Fana. That is Darul Baqa. This is temporary fleeting world. That is the eternal everlasting world. Our Mishaykh say that compared to the Akhirah, compared to the Akhirah, if you were to gather all the waters of the oceans of this world, dip a needle in that ocean and take out how much water would stick to the needle, even the dunya is not even that much when compared to the Akhirah. It's absolutely zero significance, insignificance. Sometimes we explain it to students like this, that if you take any number over infinity, Math teaches you that that is zero. Ten billion over infinity, ten billion equals zero. No matter how large the number is, when you compare it to infinity, it means that that number is nothing. That number is zero. It's irrelevant, insignificant when you put in comparison with eternity. How long is that akhirah? Imam al-Ghazayr al-Tadha gave a beautiful example in Ihya'ul-Muddin. said, imagine all the earth, the entire planet earth, and imagine that you fill up the earth with grains of seed, dane, all the way up asmantak, you can say up to the sky, up to the atmosphere. And hazar saal baad ek chiriyata hai, ek dana khata hai, phir jata hai. Phir hazar saal baad phir aata hai, ek dana khata hai, phir jata hai. Chiriya aata rehega, dane bhi khatam ho jayenge, akhirat hamesha kabhiya. Now, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Huh? Look at your mind. I mean, science will tell you that the earth is finite. The amount of seeds between this ground and the sky is finite. It's limited. But your mind cannot even understand how long that would be. One sparrow coming 1,000 years taking one seed. You cannot even imagine that amount, which is limited, mathematically limited. How in the world do we think we can imagine the concept of akhirah, which is unlimited and eternal? Allah Subhanahu made this akhirah. Then, another thing about Akhirah. That Akhirah means Jannat for Mu'mineen. Akhirah means Jannat for Mu'mineen. So what is Jannah? Sayyidina Rasulullah said that the lowest Jannah, last person to enter Jannah, who gets the smallest plot in Jannah, is ten times what lies between this earth and the Samawat. Now if you take Samawat to mean this sky, so ten times planet earth, and if you take Samawat to mean the farthest reaches of the known universe, you'll be like the Samawat. 
it means that the last person who enters Jannah gets ten times the size of the universe. And that's the last person. Then imagine how many people are in Jannah. Then imagine Jannatul Firdos. Then Allah Ta'ala says in Quran that He has filled up Jannah. Karima. Allah Ta'ala has loaded up and prepared an incredible sawab for them in that Jannah. What type of sawab? That they will have ma tashtahi anfusakum. You will have whatever you want. They will have whatever they want. All those ni'mas are already inside that massive Jannah. And how did Allah Ta'ala make this Jannah? Kun. That's it. Kun for your kun. All Allah Ta'ala did was make an irada. And that incredible, massive, vast, eternal, unending, unlimited blessing of Jannah came into being. آپ سوچیں اس اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی کے بارے میں کتنی قدرت ہے کہ فقط اپنے ارادہ سے اتنا وسیع جنت بنایا جو ہمیشہ کے لئے رہے گا جو بے انتہا نعمتوں سے بڑا ہے فقط اپنے ایک ارادہ سے اتنی جنت بنایا اللہ تعالی کتنے عظیم پروردگار ہیں ان کی کیا شان ہے کیا شوقت ہے کتنے قوت ہے کیا عظمت ہے کن فیقون we have to realize the drop, the, the worth of this world. This life has no value. That's why Sayyidina Rasulullah said, Kun fi dunya ka annaka ghareeb. Live in this world like you're a stranger. Why? Because imagine if your real home is the palace and you happen to go one day and spend one night in the hut. Huh? So you're sitting in the hut, you feel this ajnabi. I came from the palace. I'm going back to the palace. So our asal is that akhirah, that jannah for the mu'mineen. So compared to that, this world is nothing. So be in it like a stranger. Like a traveler on the path. Another hadith, Sayyidina Rasulullah said, dunya It's a feeling. It's a feeling. How many of us actually feel like we're in prison? No, we feel like we're in Jannah. We're actually doing Amal on the second part of Hadith. And if you get a better car, you get a better home, you have nicer clothes, you eat nice food, you actually start feeling more like you're in Jannah. Whereas the moment feels, the Prophet is describing a feeling in the heart. You're supposed to feel about this world as if you're in prison. Have you ever visited a prison? I visited a prison in Africa to visit some of the Muslims there. I tell you honestly, Allah Akbar, after half an hour, I wanted to leave. <laughs> Even though I was loving them, happy to be with them, but it's a difficult environment to be in for a newcomer, right? I couldn't stand it for more than half an hour. 45 minutes max, I don't think, no way. Even one hour, I think I must have left. I felt it, right? Wanting to leave. That's what the process means. The believer wants to leave this world for the Akhirah. How many people today want to leave the world? They want to live in the world. دس سال سے میں انتظار ہی کر رہا ہوں آپ کا کہ آپ کب آئیں گے مجھے کب لے جائیں گے who is like that in this world everybody wants to live longer and longer and longer prolong their life more and more and more 
ہم آپ کو کیونکہ ہم ہر جگہ اپنے حضرت کی باتیں بھی بتا رہے ہیں تو ہمارے حضرت عام برکاتم کیا فرماتے ہیں کہ ہم اس زندگی میں اچھی زندگی جینے کے لیے نہیں آئے ہم اس دنیا میں اس لیے نہیں بھیجے گئے کہ ہم نے اچھی زندگی گزارنا ہے ہم اچھے موت مرنے کے لیے آئے کیسے ایک جملے میں سارا بات ہو گیا پورا دین اس میں آ گیا کون ایسے سوچتا ہے سب اچھی زندگی گزارنے کی کوشش کر رہے ہیں کون اچھی موت مرنے کی فکر کر رہا ہے اچھا موت مرو اولیا اللہ وہ ایسے موت مرتے تھے کہ لوگ دیکھ دیکھ کر رہ جاتے تھے اچھی موت ولیا اچھی موت کر کر چلے گئے اس کو شاباش ہم دیکھ سکتے ہیں وائرلی تو قابل دید ہے جب ہم ایسے باتیں سنتے ہیں وائرلی تو قابل رشک ہے جب ہم ایسے باتیں سنتے ہیں وائرلی تو حسرت ہے جب ایسی چیزیں سنتے ہیں لوگ خوشی کے ساتھ ایئرپورٹ پر رخصت کرتے ہیں جس کا اچھی موت کا ویزا آ گیا نا وہ قابل رشک ہے قابل دید ہے ان کے جنازے پڑھنے میں ہماری مقفرت ہوتی ہے یہ ہمارا دین ہے ایسے موت مرے کہ جو سب آئے آپ کے جنازے میں وہ بھی سب معاف ہو ایسے موت مرے کہ جس قبرستان میں آپ دفن ہو سارے اہل قبرستان معاف ہو ہمارے اہل اللہ ایسے موت مرتے جی اللہ کی شان کیسے لوگ ہیں کیسے لوگ ہیں سبحان اللہ We've been sent to this world. We've not been sent to this world to live a good life. We've been sent to this world to die a good death. Allah Akbar Kameena. Jeep. So we have to realize the reality of this dunya. Realize the reality of this dunya. Now I'm going to say something else. One of them has said that the dunya is the meaning of the world's knowledge. اگر آپ اپنے سایہ کو قابو کرنے کی کوشش کریں وہ بھاگتے رہے گا آپ سے ہاتھ سے نکلے گا اگر آپ اس کو چھوڑ دے اپنی طرف جاؤ وہ سایہ کے پیچھے جائے گا If you chase this dunya, oh, the akhirah will elude you. You should chase the akhirah and the dunya will follow you. The dunya will follow you. The dunya will chase you when you chase the akhirah. Salman Dharayanin Abtala used to say that the world desires, the dunya desires that person who runs away from the world. And the one who desires the dunya, the dunya runs away from him. Dunya desires the one who runs away from the world. And the dunya runs away from the one who desires it. Ajeeb. Ajeeb. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
He used to call this love of the world a sin. That love of the world is the source of all error, the cause of all sin, the root of all evil. But another hadith, Sayyidina Rasulullah that Sahibud Dunya, the one who befriends the dunya. Hmm? So the Prophet asked Sahaba that, Oh my companions, is there someone who walks into the water? Can there be someone who walks into the water and doesn't get wet? They said, No, Ya Rasulullah, how is it possible that he walks in the water and doesn't get wet? The Prophet just like that is the Sahibud Dunya, that person who befriends the dunya. It's impossible for him to save himself from sin. Once he's immersed himself in the dunya, chose to befriend the dunya, the cost of that friendship, what will happen in that friendship, will he will fall into sin? Another day, Sayyidina Rasulullah he called Hubbid dunya a tremendous sin. Zanbun Azeeb. Kabira guna. Bahad bara guna. Dunya se muhabbat. Aaj kaun is guna se toba karta hai? Aaj hum baat se guna usko maante bhi honge, kem karte hai? Allah Ta'ala se maafi bhi maangi hoge. Kaun ye dua maangta hai ke Allah Ta'ala mein dunya ke mohumbat se guna se mein toba karta hai? Hum isko guna samajhte nahi? Isko guna se isko to aam adat hi mana di hum ne. Isko guna maante bhi nahi hai, jaante bhi nahi hai. To is se toba kaise karenge? Zanbun azim. The Prophet said that love for the dunya is an immense sin, tremendous sin, huge sin. And when Nabi Kareem says the word Azim, that same Nabi Kareem who knows Allah Ta'ala's name is Al-Azim. When Sayyidina Rasulullah calls something Azim, oh, it's Azim. <laughs> Means it's a very, very big sin, very big sin. And we have this dunya. We have this love for the dunya in our heart. What is the effect of this love for the dunya? The effect of the love for this dunya is that our heart becomes blackened. Our heart becomes hard because of the love for the dunya. When a person has love for dunya, they make a lot of mistakes in their life. First mistake they make is because they love the dunya, they base their loves on the basis of the dunya. What does that mean? They love the people of the dunya. If a person has more dunya, they have more love for them. They have less dunya, they have less love for them. Wasn't it supposed to be like that? Inna akramakum indallahi atqaqum. It was supposed to be that we would also love who Allah Ta'ala loves. And Allah Ta'ala says He loves the ones who have the most taqwa. So that's how we were supposed to base our love. But we're not like that. We base our friendship, relationship, companionship. Huh? Who has more money? And we start to stay away from those who have less money. Just earlier today, I was daunting the people in Bolton. I can daunt you also. Huh? And that is that it's been my experience, my observation. Not everyone is like this. But in England, a large number, I can comfortably say the majority, after being here for one and a half years, the majority of those people from immigrant communities who Allah Ta'ala blessed them to get some dunya, they don't like to mingle with their own people anymore. Pakistani doctor doesn't want to sit with the Pakistani cab driver. Oh, it's a fakir. He doesn't like it. doesn't like it. Not all of them are like that. But a large number of them become like that. 
they make their love for the sake of the dunya because they love the dunya. It's a mistake. It's a problem that will happen. Right? They were supposed to love someone because of their taqwa, their deen, their adab, their akhlaq, their sifat. Hmm? They are supposed to love someone just because of their wallet or their car or their neighborhood. Hmm? This is a problem. We have the love for the dunya. And then when a person has love for the dunya, second thing is they always want more and more and more. And it never ends. It becomes an unquenchable thirst. Insatiable appetite. That was supposed to be how we were supposed to feel about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was supposed to be how we were supposed to feel about zikr. That was supposed to be how we were supposed to feel about sunnah. And I want more, more. I can't get enough. Our shaykh used to say, I have a craze for sunnah. <laughs> وہ پریشان ہو کر پیچھے پر جاتے ہیں کہ ہمیں دنیا دے فون کرتے رہتے ہیں ہمیں دنیا دے دنیا کی جنون لگ جاتا ہے ان کو کریز کریز فر دنیا they were supposed to have a craze for deen you can't have both I guarantee you that ہوئی نہیں سکتا ہوئی نہیں سکتا کسی کے اندر دنیا کے بھی جنون ہو اور دین کے بھی جنون ہو یہ ہوئی نہیں سکتا no way Allah says in Quran, is not put kalbayn if you No way. No two hearts. No two. One junoon. You have one junoon. Aapka choice hai. Aap junoon wale, junoon panda wale, rab ko do. Ya abis dunya ko do. One craze. You get one shot. You can be crazy about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or you can be crazy about the dunya. Allah akbar. The Ahlullah. They were not interested in dunya at all. ایک اللہ والے تھے ولی اللہ کعبہ کی تواف کر رہے تھے وقت کا بادشاہ بھی تھا وقت کا بادشاہ نیک تھا صالح تھا علماء اولیاء کی خدمت کرتا تھا اور اس ولی اللہ سے تو بہت متقد تھا تو بڑا خوش ہوا کہ ہم دونوں تواف میں اکٹھے ہو گئے تو پھر اس شیخ کو جا کر کہا کہ حضرت میں آپ کی کچھ خدمت کرنا چاہتا ہوں بس آپ مجھے کوئی چیز بتا دیں شیخ نے ڈانٹا کہ کوئی تمیز نہیں ہے تو اللہ تعالیٰ کے گھر میں آپ کیا سوچتے ہیں کہ اللہ تعالیٰ کے گھر میں میں آپ سے مانگوں گا کوئی چیز اسی دو گیا وہ نیک تھا سالے تھا متقد تھا تو کیا سوچا کہ چلو میں کعبہ کے دروازے پر یعنی جو اس وقت جو مطاف تھا اس وقت جو مسجد الحرم ہوگی اس کے دروازے پر جاتا ہوں حضرت نکلیں گے تو میں دوبارہ پوچھوں گا کیسے ہوا شیخ نکلے وہ شیخ کے پاس گئے اچھا شیخ معافی مانگتا ہوں واقعی بےد بھی تھی اب تو ہم باہر آ گئے میں آپ سے بہت محبت کرتا ہوں مجھے بتائیں کہ میں آپ کو کوئی خدمت کرنا چاہتا ہوں تو پھر شیخ نے ان سے پوچھا کہ آپ مجھے کچھ دینا چاہتے ہیں کہاں آپ دین مجھے دینا چاہتے ہیں یا دنیا کے کوئی چیز مجھے دینا چاہتے ہیں شیخ میں تو دین میں آپ کو کیا دے سکتا ہوں میں تو دنیا دنیا کی بات کر رہا ہوں تو نے کہا کہ اے دوست جب میں نے اپنی پوری زندگی مالک کی دنیا سے کبھی دنیا نہیں مانگا میں آپ سے کیا دنیا مانگوں گا میں نے اپنی پوری زندگی اس رب جس نے دنیا کو بنایا اس خالق جس نے دنیا کو بنایا اس سے کبھی نہیں دنیا مانگا میں نے آپ سے کیا مانگنا ہے یہ اصل بادشاہ یہ لوگ تھے 
बताओ इनको दिल की बादशाहत अता करते थे देखने को ये बादशाह हकीकत में ये बादशाह किंग ऑफ हार्ट्स द किंग ऑफ किंग्स दीज आर जस्ट द किंग्स ऑफ द वर्ल्ड मोहफत में नो इंटरेस्ट इन दुनिया नो इंटरेस्ट इन Now listen to Quran so you want to understand law hukmar this life of this world so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Quran addressing ummahat al-mu'minin ya ayyuhan nabiyyu kul li azwajika o my beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam tell your noble wives in kuntunna turidna al-hayat ad-dunya wa zinataha If you want the life of this world and its zinat. I mean, people talk to me, I mean, 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 I تو دیکھیں اللہ تعالیٰ نے امہات مؤمنین کے ذات کیا خطاب کیا اللہ حکمر فَتَعَالَيْنَ أُمَّتِعْكُنَّ وَأُسَرِّحْكُنَّ صَلَاحٌ جَمِيلًا That if you want it, right? If you want the life of this world and its zinat, then okay, tell them that I will provide for your enjoyment and set you free in a way that you can صَلَاحٌ جَمِيلًا in a noble, beautiful manner. وَإِن كُنْتُنَّ تُرِدْنَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ وَالدَّارَ الْآخِرَةِ This is the sentence. But on the other hand, you want not just akhira, تُرِدْنَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ That you want Allah spawned on the same word, irada, same verb we used in the other ayah, Allah ta'ala used in the other ayah, irada. If you have irada for Allah spawned on for the Prophet Akhirah and for the hereafter, for the everlasting abode, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَأَنْدَلِ الْمُحْسِنَاتِ مِنْ كُنَّ أَجْرًا أَذِيمًا Know that Allah SWT has prepared for the virtuous women an incredibly tremendous reward. All the women should be given this ayah. This is the mayor. Or this is the dower. <laughs> this is all dowry you have. Parents have to give their daughter. Just this ayah right there. Just this one ayah, Surah Al-Ahzab, Surah 33, verse 29. Have you gone to Medina Marora and see what a simple life they have? Alhamdulillah, we were recently there. They've made a small museum near Medina Marora on Sira. It's amazing. You should go see it. They've made diagrams and mock structures of Masjid Nabwi. And there was one little structure which they made which showed the hujurat of the Umahat al-Mu'mineen. It's like, it looked like itikaf rooms. They were so small. Such small rooms they lived in. Allah Ta'ala bought tight mamla rakai Umahat al-Mu'mineen par Quran, Azim, Ashan, Insan, Iranat. Isli hum kabhi bardaas ni kar sakta कोई उन पर सोच भी उठाए इस मौजे के लिए तो अल्लाह वखाल महमूद साहब काफी एंजस्टर में मुझे इस तरफ जाने की जरूरत नहीं है नौ फक्मा 
Look, we're saying it's a choice. It's a choice. Hayatu dunya wa zinatuha on the one hand, and Allahu wa Rasuluhu wa dar al akhirah on the other hand. It's a choice that they were given. It's a choice that we are given. It's the choice I mentioned in the first ayah recited. We have to make a choice. What is the object of our irada? That's the key word. What is our beloved? What is it that we seek? What is it that we yearn for? What gives us happiness? What gives us joy? This is our question. And if it's the dunya, if we're so busy enjoying the pleasures of the dunya, you won't be able to taste the pleasures of ibadah. You won't be able to do it. And this is our state. Ham dunya ke har har lazat ke waqif hai. Ibadat ke kisi ek lazat se waqif nahi. Ham na sajda ke lazat ke waqif hai. Na ruku ke lazat ke waqif hai. Na tilawat ke lazat ke waqif hai. Waqif hai nahi. Jad namaz padte te na. Unko subhan al-rabbil azim mein alag lutf. Subhan al-rabbil alam mein alag lutf. They could feel it. It's an odd conundrum. You can taste chocolate ice cream and strawberry ice cream, huh? And enjoy the different flavors. Enjoy separate, separate pleasure. They used to enjoy separate pleasure in their ibadat. That's the difference. Prana Musaman, ibadat ki lazat ke waqif te. Aaj ka Musaman, dunya ki lazat ke waqif te. This difference. Prana Musaman, Allah Ta'ala ki marfat ke ashik te. آج کا مسلمان دنیا کی معرفت کے پیچھے جاتا ہے پرانا مسلمان آخرت کے لیے محنت اور ترپت تھا آج کا مسلمان اسی اپنی دنیا کے لیے محنت اور ترپت ہے یہ جو ترپ ہے نا ترپ یہ صرف اللہ تعالیٰ کے لیے ہونا چاہیے کام دنیا میں ہو کمائی دنیا میں ہو ایجوکیشن دنیا میں ہو جام دنیا میں ہو مگر دل رغبت طلب ارادہ ترپ وہ اللہ تعالیٰ ہی کے لئے وہ اللہ تعالیٰ ہی کے لئے ہو اب پھر یہ لوگ سوال کرتے ہیں کہ یہ کیسے ہو سکتا ہے کہ دیکھیں دوسری طرف تو ضرور آئے دین میں کہ آپ نے رزق کمانا ہے ریپرسنٹ آپ نے حلال تیب رزق کمانا ہے کسپ حلال تیب وہ دین کا حصہ ہے تو یہ کیسے ہو سکتا ہے کہ ہم دنیا کے اندر رہیں دنیا کو کمائیں دنیا کو جمائیں دنیا کو کمائیں دنیا کو جمائیں اور پھر بھی دنیا کو محبت نہ کریں How can we do it? How can we pull it off? Very difficult, right? Sayyidina Rasulullah said that the dunya is sweet and sarsabz, it's green and lush and verdant and attracts you, it will suck you in. How are we supposed to do it? Allah Ta'ala has given a difficult task to be in this world, work in this world, live in the world, earn in the world, interact with the world, and not love the world. How do we do it? And most of us, we seem that we've failed. So now, next topic for tonight is to tell you what you should do. Hubbid dunya, don't do. How to get out of it, there's another feeling. If you can get this feeling, I'm going to explain to you tonight what this feeling is. If you can get this feeling in your heart, the Hubbid Dunya will leave your heart. And without this feeling, if you don't have this feeling, you will never be able to remove the love for Dunya from your heart. 
And this feeling in Arabic is called Zuhd. The feeling of Zuhd. You must get Zuhd in your heart. You must have Zuhd. Without Zuhd, you will be stung by the dunya. You will be hurt by the dunya. You will be betrayed by the dunya. Your Iman may even end up poisoned by the dunya. You have to have Zuhd. Uh, what is Zuhd? Right? Zuhd in Arabic is called I'raz. Admul mail. Or turning away from something. Not being inclined towards something. And the early muhaddisain, right from the time of Tabai Tamir, they used to gather books on Zuhd. Abdullah bin Mubarak, ta'ala, from the Tabai Tamir, first person who compiled a set of hadith on Kitab al-Zuhd. Abdullah oh, ibn Abi Shaiba has a Kitab al-Zuhd. Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, ta'ala, also has a Kitab al-Zuhd. He's also from Tabai Tamir. But it's so important that the great muhaddisin at the time of Tabai Tabin would gather all the hadith of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu that pertain to this topic of zuhd. So what does zuhd mean? One sheikh explained it like this, using the example of a swan. I don't know, I said a swan, duck, goose, right? That it sits, it floats on the top of the water, but it never lets its wings get wet. Why? Because at the flash of a second, at any danger, it wants to be able to fly away. And it can leave that water at an instant. That's what zuhud means, that whenever the Sharia demands it, you can drop the dunya. You can leave it. You can flee from it. You can abandon it. You can leave the dunya for the sake of Allah at an instant. And if you're mired in it, your wings are wet, you will be stuck. You won't be able to fly away. You're stuck in it. You can't let go of it. You can't say no to it. Huh? You can't say no to it. So we have to have zuhud. Zuhud. Another way to understand zuhud is for the heart not to be attached to attractions and pleasures of this world. You're in the world, you earn the world, but you're not attracted to the world. In the world and earn the world, but not attracted to the world. That's called zuhud. No attraction, no enjoyment. I'll give you another example. If any of you has an old car, right? You're not attached to it, right? You're not attracted to it, right? That means you have zod as far as that piece of dunya goes. If you were to lose it, no problem. Huh? Maybe a transport problem, but you wouldn't hurt your heart. You're not allured and attracted. There's no glamour and glitz and glory in that car for you. It means you have zod for it. But what happens when you get a new car? Huh? Your heart is in it. You can even be thinking about new car and your salah. In salah, you're polishing your car. Yes, they have so much love for their car. I was telling the people in the other one, the other place, that when they say it's a nice weekend, long weekend, nice sunny day, instead of spending time with their children, taking their children to the park, they say, oh, what a beautiful day for me to wash my car. So much love for the car. And they'll go and they'll spend one, two hours washing their car. So zuhud means to have the dunya, but not be joyed at it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this in Quran. So you should not be sad at whatever of the dunya you lose or you miss out on. You shouldn't be like that. And you should not have boastful arrogance, be overjoyed, be overjoyed at what you are granted. 
وَاللَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ كُلَّ مُخْتَالٍ فَخُورٍ Because no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like every vain boaster. So you should not, Allah ta'ala says that indeed Allah ta'ala does not like every vain boaster. Allah ta'ala doesn't like it. So what does it mean? This ayah is also telling us what zuhud is. That when you don't get the dunya, you miss out, you're not sad. And when you get it, you don't become overly joyous, you don't have vanity, you don't boast. So zuhud ka matabe ki dunya ki andar rattewe dunya se be ragbatana. Dunya se adam mahabbat rakna. Dunya ki taraf melan na hona. Agarche ab dunya ki andar rene dunya ku kamare. Dunya ko dunya ki zinat or lazat se bilkul be parva hona. بے خبر ہونا بے ہوش ہونا کیوں کیونکہ آپ فقط اور فقط اللہ تعالیٰ کا دین اور اللہ کی محبت اور اللہ کے یاد کا آپ کو ہوش ہے آپ کو ایک اور مثال دیتا ہوں اگر آپ کے پاس کوئی بہت ہی خوبصورت گھڑی بھی ہو مگر اس دن آپ پریشان ہو آپ کورٹ پر جا رہے ہو آپ ٹائم دیکھتے ہو آپ اس کی زینت کو نوٹ ہی نہیں کر پاتے مگر اس سے فائدہ لے رہے ہیں دنیا کا فائدہ آپ کو مل رہا ہے آپ اس سے گھڑی وقت معلوم کر رہے ہیں تو دنیا کا مطلوبہ فائدہ لینا اس طرح سے اسی دنیا کے نہ زینت اور نہ لذت آپ کو لینا پڑے ایک ٹیکنیکل ریلیشن شپ وتھ دنیا ضرور تقدر بے قدر ضرور اب یہ آیت تھا اللہ تعالیٰ سر کہ آپ مایوس نہ ہو جب دنیا کی کوئی چیز آپ سے رہ جائے اور آپ بہت خوشی میں نہ بھی آئیں جب اللہ تعالیٰ کہہ رہے ماں عطا کم اللہ تعالیٰ کی کیوں کہہ رہے کہ جو میں آپ کو خود دیتا ہوں آپ اس پر بہت زیادہ خوش نہ ہو جائیں کیوں کیونکہ اللہ تعالیٰ ہر مختال فخور اللہ تعالیٰ ایوری ہاں اترانے والے ہاں اترانے والے اور بہت زیادہ اپنے اوپر فخر کرنے والے اللہ تعالیٰ ایسے شخص سے محبت کر ہی نہیں سکتے دنیا کی محبت آ گئی اللہ تعالیٰ کی محبت سے محروم ہو گئے یہ آئے کا خلاصہ ہے اب پتہ چلا کہ حبت دنیا کے کتنا نقصان ہے دنیا سے محبت کی محبوبیت سے محروم ہو گئے ریئل لیونگ real amal on this ayah there was one great wali of Allah subhanahu wa who also was very wealthy and he had a lot of business coming on cargo his shipments so one day he was sitting with his students his murids and somebody came from the port from the river and said sheikh we just got some sad news oh what that your big ship with all of your cargo has been reported to have sunk in the sea So Shaykh listened, and he was quiet, he bowed his head, he said, Alhamdulillah, and then he kept talking to his students. Clear after some time, short period of time, maybe half an hour, again somebody came from the port and said, Shaykh, Shaykh, we have good news. Actually we were mistaken, that was somebody else's ship that was sunk at sea. Your ship with all of its cargo has been sighted and it's coming into port. So again he was quiet, he bowed his head, and then he looked up, he said, Alhamdulillah. And then they continued talking. Up now the Marines were curious. 
that Sheikh got two totally opposite different pieces of news and he gave the exact same reaction. So they asked. So they said, Sheikh, we don't understand. First you got that news, you said Alhamdulillah. Then you got the good news, you said Alhamdulillah. Sheikh said, yes. When the first time he came and told me that my entire ship, all my cargo, all of my goods was lost, I looked into my heart and I saw, do I have any sadness over this? Huh? And I saw, no. I'm not sad at all. Not sad at all. But what did he say? He said, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> he didn't pat himself on the back, oh, I'm such a great sheikh, super zahid. No. He said, Alhamdulillah. Tamam tarif us Allah ta'ala hi ko sachtiye. Jisne mere dil se is dunya ke mohabbat se paak rakha. That's what he meant by Alhamdulillah. Huh? All praises to that Allah subhanahu ta'ala who cleaned my heart of loving this world. And then he said the second time when he came and he told me, no, then my ship is coming. So then I looked in my heart and said, is my heart happy at gaining this dunya? He said, I saw that no, my heart wasn't even slightly happy. So again I said, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> I'm not happy. इन लोगों के दिलों पर कुछ और चीज असर करता था उनके दिलों तो बिके हुए लोग थे तो दिल वक्फ लल्लाह हो गया था वो दुनिया पर क्या दखल करेगा जिस तरह मस्जिद वक्फ लल्लाह होता है माशाल्लाह क्या मतलब है उसके लिए कभी दुनिया के दखल नहीं हो सकता इन लोगों के दिल वक्फ हो गए थे अल्लाह ताला के लिए देयर हार्ट्स वर कंप्लीटली फॉर अल्लाह सुभान तआला देयर वाज नथिंग इन द दुनिया दैट कुड मेक देम हैप्पी or make them sad. Imam Junaid Baghdadi he defines Zuhud. That Zuhud means that you should spend whatever you have extra, superfluous, za'id, in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you should not have any yearning to hoard it, to keep it. Another way he said that Zuhud means to view the dunya as little. Because if you view the dunya as great, it will be even difficult to pay your zakat. Yes? There's some people who have so much love for dunya, it's difficult for them to pay. They pay it, but with difficulty. So they delay it, they procrastinate, they don't enjoy calculating it. When they calculate, they want to come to mufti and get the fatwa for the least calculation. (laughs) But I can understand that the people in America, they go to tax lawyers. I'm not saying anything illegal. because Tax lawyers, I mean this law, they try to find every legal loophole to get out of paying taxes. But that's not the attitude you're supposed to take towards your zakat. People sometimes take the same attitude. Acha, you have a second property. मैंने सुना अगर रहने की नियत हो तो ज़कात नहीं देनी पड़ती तो मैं नियत कर सकता हूं कि मैं मारूंगा हां अल्लाह अकबर उसक बड़े आलम बन जाते सुना है कि नियत कर लो रहने की तो फिर ज़कात नहीं देनी पड़ती 
یہ افسوس کی بات ہے اپنے آپ کو ٹو پوائنٹ فائیو پرسینٹ زکوٰۃ سے بچانے کی کوشش کرنا جو غریبوں کا حق ہے آپ کا حق یہ بھی ساتھ ساتھ میں آپ کو بتا دوں دا ہوم دا یو ایکچولی لیو ان دیر از نو زکوٰۃ آن دیٹ اینی ادر پراپرٹی یو ہیو بائی ڈیفینیشن آف بینگ ایڈیشنل ٹو دا ون یو ریزائڈ ان از ہیلتھ ٹو بی ایز این انویسٹمنٹ پراپرٹی یو مسٹ پے زکوٰۃ آن دیٹ کوئی ایسی بات نہیں یس ہنڈریڈ پرسینٹ گارنٹیڈ مسئلہ Then the mind starts thinking, no, but if I pay 2.5% every year, I plan to live for 40 more years. So in 40 more years, 2.5% every year, so in 40 years I will have paid the whole value of the property. Mantik na karate. Pahle ilm koshis ki, pere mantik ki ban ge. Pahle ilm le karate, pere funun le karate. Yes, that's correct. That's absolutely correct. In 40 years, you will have ended up paying zakat equal to the whole value of the property. So, so what? So what? You don't understand the philosophy of zakat. Philosophy of zakat is that you have more than you need. And there's another Muslim who has less than what he needs. It's that simple. You have more. If you have so much more that it could last you 40 years, so be it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You are paying the... Br- privilege of having more that Allah Ta'ala wants two and a half percent just for that privilege of having the more that's why you're paying khair right so if you have zuhud you would find it easy to pay your zakat if you have zuhud you would be more generous in paying your sadqa if you have zuhud you would leave what we call the fuzul <coughs> یہ مستقل بیان ہے ترکی فضول اللہ تعالیٰ سر قرآن مؤمنین وہ It can be eating without benefit. There's so many things that we do that are fudu. And sometimes we explain in this way, that we are fuzuli. We should have to be fuzuli. Jitna ziyada aapke paas fuzul hoga, utna kam fuzul milega. Jaysay aap us fuzul ko chhoďte jayenge, Allah Ta'ala ki taraf se fuzul milte jayenge. Yes? Hum fuzuliyat mein lagay. کہتے نا ہم مصروف ہیں کس چیز میں مصروف ہیں جی جناب علی فضول چیزوں میں مصروف ہیں اتنے فضولیات ہماری نوے فیصد مصروفیات فضولیات کی وجہ سے اور فضولیات کو اگر ہم کم کر لیں کم کر لیں کم کر لیں پھر آپ دیکھیں گے وقت میں کتنی برکت ہے فضول سونا فضول کھانا فضول پینا فضول بونا بولنا Wasteful, idle talk, sleeping, eating, drinking, fuzul. Fuzul. So, tarki fuzul is also part of zuhud. Why? Because again, a person has a technical attachment to the world. They take what they need. And not just bare minimum need, comfortable level of comfort. That's also allowed. Allah Ta'ala says these words in Quran, maruf, asan, right? You are allowed a comfortable level of comfort, but what beyond that is called fuzul. 
how could you hold on to the fuzul beyond the comfortable level of comfort when millions of Muslims are living way below even subsistence level, below even necessity? Hmm? Another sign of Zod is that a person is happy when they spend. They get happy. They love it. They enjoy it. This one enjoyment in earning and a different enjoyment in spending. One Sheikh said that the ibtida of Zuhud, the beginning of Zuhud means to view the dunya as a trifle. So then the dunya won't distract you from the deen and ibadah. And the intiha of zuhud is that when you're tested in the world to have sabr and shukr. Many people think that when you're tested you should have sabr and when you're not being tested you should have shukr. No. When you're being tested you're supposed to have sabr and shukr. Of sabr you can understand. Sabr on whatever the test is. You're supposed to have shukr because no matter how much you're being tested there's so many other areas of your life which even at that moment are still going fine. You should have had shukr for that. If you're tested with that your business goes down, you should have sugar for your health, sugar for your wife, sugar for your children. There's still a thousand million things to have sugar for. It's just one item in your life that you have to have sabr for. So what a person who has zuhud, when things are difficult, they have sabr and sugar. What is it that we should leave that from the dunya if we have zuhud? What is it that we should not be inclined to, not partake of? Number one, fard zuhud, is to leave the haram. That level of zuhud is fard. means to be uninterested in the haram. Haram ki taraf mail hi na hona. Eke haram ko karna ne. Eke haram ko kamana ne. Eke haram ki taraf mail hi na hona. That's zuhud. That level of zuhud is fard. To not even be inclined and interested and even intrigued or curious about the haram. That level of zuhud is fard. Second level of zuhud is to leave the mushtabih, to not even be inclined or attracted, let alone earn, not even be inclined and attracted to matters that are doubtful. But look, we don't have that. So many crazy investment schemes, right? I'm at the beginning, but very interested in it, very curious about it, or very allured by it. That means we don't have that level of zuhud. We don't have the second level of zuhud. And third level of zuhud is what I mentioned. Was to be not even be interested in the fudul. Not even be inclined towards the fudul. Another buzurk said the meaning of zuhud is that the heart is cut off from the dunya even though your mind and your body is working there. In kita' and in dunya is what Allah Ta'ala said in Quran. رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْءٌ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ ایسے مرد مومن ہیں کہ وہ این لین دین کے دوران دنیا کی مصروفیت مشغولیت کے دوران دنیا کمانے کے وقت حصول دنیا کے دوران وہ پھر بھی اللہ تعالیٰ سے ایک لمحہ کے لئے غافل نہیں ہو سکتے so attached to Allah subhanahu that the dunya cannot detach them from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's called zuhud. <laughs> Zero attachment to the dunya. So much so that right in the heart of it, still not able to be attached to it. 
That's called zuhud. Let me give you another example. Zuhud would mean that if you ever in your life had a very bland meal, very simple, bland, non-tasty meal, you took no interest in that meal whatsoever, but you ate it and you took the benefit of the calories from that meal, zuhud means to live your whole life in the dunya like eating that bland meal. Yes. <laughs> so Masaik used to say, dunya Puri zindagi roza rakho Or phir kiamat ke din Allah ta'ala ke didar ke saath iftah kar Puri dunya ke roza rakhte te Puri kata te ke puri dunya ke roza Kata iske kiamat te Puri dunya ke roza Kata ke puri zindagi zuhud Or phir marne ke baad didar They used to view the whole life of this world as a fast what does it mean? That their whole life they would have zuhud and they would break the fast by gazing upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In logo, ye jis nukta nazar se ye dunya ko dekhte te wo bhi hiran ko ne. Yani all ya Allah jis nukta nazar se Allah ta'ala ko dekhte te wo te hai hiran ko ne. Jis nukta nazar se wo akhirat ko dekhte te wo hai. Magar jis nukta nazar se wo dunya ko dekhte te wo bhi hiran ko ne. Ajeeb, Allah alayhi. The way they understand the world is also amazing. Obviously, the awliyaullah, the way they understand Allah Ta'ala is amazing. What the say? Even the way they looked at this world. It's another meaning of one bazook said of zuhud. To understand the hakikat of the dunya. Because anybody who realizes the hakikat of the dunya, or the true reality of the dunya, they will never be attracted to it. There's no way they could be allured towards it, attracted towards it. Sayyidina Rasulullah said in a hadith that the hakikat of a dunya, the reality of dunya is like a corpse, like a mayyit. And anybody who is attracted to it, it's like wild dogs. Like the wild dog goes and eats the corpse. Hmm? These old Ya'ullah, they, they had the lens vision of the sunnah. They used to view the dunya like a mayyit. <laughs> they were living sunnah. <laughs> Not talking, reciting, listening sunnah. They were living sunnah, heartfelt sunnah. How many of us we view our dunya like that? Okay. Imam Ahmed Muhammad says, Sawal Puchagya. Kikya kui maldar bi ho saktai or zohud bi ho saktai? Kya mal or zohud ek shaks me jama ho saktai? Is it possible for somebody to have wealth and have zuhud? He said yes. He said yes. He said I mean twice. Huh? <laughs> right? He said yes. He said as long as boy as long as when he gets money, he doesn't doesn't get boastful and arrogant. And as long as when he doesn't lose money, he doesn't get sad. Then he can have money coming and going. Lots of money coming and going. Income flows and cash flows. Huh? He can have it all and still have zuhud. As long as his heart's not into it. That's what it means. How many of us fulfill that definition? Huh? How many of us fulfill that definition? So the last thing for tonight is how to get zuhud. Okay? I mentioned 10 ways to get zuhud and then we'll tell you one story. And then we make dua. 10 ways to get zuhud. Number one, 
reflect, I've already mentioned this to you, reflect on the reality of this world. It's fleeting, temporary, fading. You will always be separated from it. And you will not be able to take even one drop of it into your grave. Dunya ke ek adna katra bhi aapke saath kabarne ja sakta. Yine maali dunya. Why do you want to be so attached to that dunya? That will be no benefit to you whatsoever in your grave. Even those crazy kings in the past, they used to bury their treasures with them in their graves. People used to break into their grave and steal their treasure. <laughs> Second way to increase in Zuhud is remember the ni'mas of the Akhirah. Think about that treasure. Think about the treasures Allah Ta'ala has in store for us in the next life. You won't feel the need to get the treasure of this world. And if you do amal salih and ibadat, and you actually feel that you're getting some account opened in the Akhirah, and you have some treasures there, then you won't be interested in the treasures of this world. Third way to get zuhud is to remember mawt. Zikrul mawt. Al-istidaan qabla nuzulihi. And to be prepared for it before it comes. Think about death and think about your own dying. Both things. Think about death itself and think about your own dying that I'm going to die. The more and more you remember death, the more zuhud, the less interest you will have in the world. Number four is that you should join in the ghusl of the mayyat, in the janazah, in the kafan, dafan. You should go to the cemetery, go to the burials. That will also make you realize this is actually my real destination. It's amazing. I don't know about England because I've not been yet. But Pakistan me heran heran. Allah Ta'ala hifazat kare. Janazah hota hai. Wo mayat ko uthate hai, kabristan le jate hai. Kabristan jate wak bhi gappe chal rahe hai. Kabristan ke andar bhi gappe chal rahe hai. Us mayat ko niche sivai kuch khas shistadar ke lava. Jo baaki sab log jame hai, phone chal raha hai, gappe chal raha hai. Saan heran hota hai ki kin ko khushi nahi. Saan dhrta hai Allah Ta'ala hume bhi mahfuz kare. Sab ko hidayat dhe. یہ کیسے پتھر دل ہے کہ قبرستان کے اندر ہی ہے اور ابھی تک ہوش ہی نہیں آتا انتہائی انتہائی ہولناک خطرناک صورت پائی جاتی ہے I don't know انڈیا گجرات میں کیا صورت ہے پاکستان کے شہروں کے یہ حالت ہے تارک صاحب کو پتہ ہوگا جیب حالت نمبر فائف way to get زہد is to do more and more ذکر of Allah سبحانہ تعالیٰ آپ نے کہنے میں نے تو کہنا ہی تھا اذکر اللہ ذکرن کثیرہ جتنا زیادہ آپ اللہ تعالیٰ کو یاد کریں گے اتنا کم آپ دنیا کو یاد کریں گے so more and more ذکر of Allah سبحانہ تعالیٰ sixth way to get zuhud this is a bit important اس کو غور سے سمجھنا sixth way to get zuhud is you have to give preference to deen over dunya everyone will always be facing this choice in life Sometimes it will come a choice. I'm talking about halal and haram. There's no choice in that. You have to do halal. I'm talking about two things that are halal. One of them is better for your deen and worse for dunya. The other one is better for dunya and worse for deen. Not haram. They're both halal. It's moments like that that you can increase your zahat. At a moment like that, you have to prefer the one that is better for your deen and less good for your dunya 
as opposed to picking the one that is better for your dunya and less good for your deen. Yani zuhud ko hasil karne ke liye deen ko dunya par tarjeeh dena. Aur kabhi do halal cheeze samne ho jisme ek mein deen ka zyada pehlu hai, dusre mein dunya ka zyada pehlu hai, aankhein ko band kar kar deen ko ikhtiyar karna. Aur main wajah keh raha hu, aankhein ko band kar kar aur aqal ko band kar kar deen ko chunna. क्योंकि आप अकल को भी आन छोड़ेंगे और आंखों को भी आन छोड़ेंगे आप दुनिया को छोड़ेंगे कभी इसको भी बंद और इसको भी बंद और इसको आन नहीं समझे इसको चलाकर दीन को चुनो इसी को चलाएंगे ना आप हर दफा दीन दुनिया को चुनेंगे फिर जोहर नहीं आएगा नंबर सेवन स्पेंड इन दैथ ऑफ अल्लाह डनी few pounds no problem student ho no problem chand dinar dirham rupee paise pound de do it will count it will count It'll start we get you in the process exhort account account apne khol diya right number 8 leave the gatherings of the dunya and go to the gatherings of the akhirah dunya dari ke majalis ko chhod kar دین نصیحا آخرت کی مجالس کو اختیار کرو آپ کے دل میں زہر آئے گا نئے ساتھی ہیں تو ایزی فی یو سلیپ Five percent less. It's not such a big discount. Huh? It's not a big discount. Sleep five percent less. Eat five percent less. Laugh five percent less. And see what happens to you. I guarantee you. And when you see it, you will say, I will say, I will say, I don't know how much of this is. I don't know. And number 10, you should read the lives of the true Zahideen. And who are the real Zahideen? Number one, all of the Anbiya and Mursaleen. When you read the lives of the Prophets, alayhim as-salam, ajma'een, you'll be amazed. These humans had zero love for the world. Zero interest in the world. Zero attraction in the world. You must read their lives over and over. Second is to read the lives of Sahaba-i-Kram. Second Jamaat of Zahideen is called Sahaba Ikram. Each and every single Sahaba, Ahl-Sunnah wal Jama'ah, each and every single Sahaba had Zuhud. No Sahaba was interested in this world at all. Third Jamaat of Zahideen. First Jamaat are the Anbiya. Second Jamaat were the Sahaba. Third Jamaat are the Awliya. Read about the lives and biographies of the awliya, you'll be amazed by their lives. Every single one of those awliya had complete zuhud, was not interested in this world at all. But now, I will end on one story, and then Maghrib Kibad dua karang, inshallah. Story is that who is the greatest zahid? After the Nabeen. Imam Zahideen, Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Sabko waqiyah, mashur waqiyah, sabko pata hai. Unka ek khas zuhud ka ek waqiyah hai. 
मगर आज आपको थोड़ा सा एक और नुक्ते से बताता हूं वाकई तो सबको पता है कि एक तकाजा था नबी करीम सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि वसल्लम को पेश किया और सैयद अबू बकर हर चीज दे दी पूछा उनसे कि आपने अपने लिए क्या रखा कहता अल्लाह व रसूल मेरे पास तो अल्लाह ताला अल्लाह ताला के पैगंबर सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि کہ یہ زہد کا عمل اللہ تعالیٰ کو اتنا قبول ہوا اتنا قبول ہوا اللہ حکمت پہلی بات کہ جب وہ نبی اکرم کے پاس گئے تھے نا ہر چیز دینے کے لئے ایک تحبن لنگی ایک چادری پہنی تھی تات اللہ حکمت اب تاریخ کے کتابوں میں لکھا ہے کہ اس وقت نبی اکرم نے انجل کو دیکھا اور انجل جبریل لیسان بھی اسی لباس میں تھے تو فرمائے جبریل خواب کو کیا ہو گیا ہے تو فرمائے کہ اے نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اس وقت اللہ تعالیٰ کو اس وقت سے نبو بکر سے دیکھ رہا اللہ تعالیٰ کو اتنے پیارے ہیں اتنے محبوب ہیں کہ اللہ تعالیٰ نے مجھے امام اور تمام فرشتوں کو کہا کہ ہم سب انہی کی مشابت اختیار کریں جس لباس میں وہ آپ کے پاس آئیں ہم سب اس لباس کے ساتھ گمیں اتنا مقبول زہد اب یہ زہد کب کارب آئے مگا قیامت کے دن حدیث میں آتا ہے کہ قیامت کے دن ایک منظر ہوگا اور وہ منظر ہے انتظار الانتظار اشد من الموت یہ اصل اس دن کے بارے میں یہ جملہ کہا گیا عربی میں اور تمام انسان پریشان حیران کہ حساب شروع ہی کب ہوگا بس ان کے پھر وقت گزرتے جائے گا گزرتے جائے کچھ روایت میں آتے پچاس ہزار سال تک یہ دن جائے گا پوری انسانیت پریشان ہوگا کہ حساب ہی کب شروع ہوگا تو تمام انسان اپنے اپنے نبی کے پاس جائیں گے کیونکہ کافر بھی اب تو پتہ چل گیا نا کہ وہ تو نبی تھے سچ تھے سب چیز سچ نکل آیا سارے انسان اپنے اپنے جو بھی نبی ان کے پاس بھیجے تھے سب ان کے پاس جائیں گے اور سب اپنے انبیاء سے درخواست کریں گے کہ آپ اللہ تعالیٰ سے درخواست کریں کہ جسٹ مغفرت نہیں جنت نہیں مغفرت نہیں جسٹ حساب شروع کرتے ہیں جسٹ شروع ہی کرتے ہیں ہم اتنا خولناک صورت میں ہیں اب انبیاء کے اندر کسی نبی کے اندر جورت نہیں ہوگا اب پھر تمام انبیاء نبی الانبیاء کے پاس جائیں گے سید رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے پاس جائیں گے کہیں گے کہ سارے انسان ہم سے درخواست کرنا ہے ہم میں سے کسی کی ضرورت نہیں ہے آپ تو رحمت العالمین ہیں آپ تو اللہ تعالیٰ کے سب سے محبوب ہیں آپ ہم سب اور ان سب کے نبی ہیں آپ ہی درخواست کر لیں یہ وہ وقت ہے جب سینا رسول اللہ سجدے میں گریں گے اور محدثین نے کہا یہ وہ مقام محبود ہے جس کے لیے ہم ہر اذان کے بعد ہمیں دعا کرنا چاہیے اور نبی اکرسم سجدے میں جائیں گے اور اللہ تعالیٰ کے ایسے حمد بیان کریں گے وہ اسمہ احمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سب سے زیادہ اللہ تعالیٰ کے حمد بیان کرنے والے اتنا اللہ تعالیٰ کی تعریف بیان کریں گے کہ کسی نے پہرے بھی نہیں کیا نہ کوئی کبھی کر سکتا ہے اللہ تعالیٰ جانتے ہیں یہ کتنا لمبا سجدہ ہوگا پھر بالاخر اللہ تعالیٰ نبی اکرم کو فرمائیں گے اپنے سر کو اٹھا سل تو تک آپ پوچھیں آپ کو عطا کیا جائے گا تو نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ سجدے سے اٹھیں گے کہ اللہ تعالیٰ سے کہیں گے یا اللہ بس حساب شروع کر دیں یہ پورا مقام محمود 
اگر آپ سمجھیں ابھی ون بلین مسلم ہیں اگر وہ دعا کرتے فائیو بلین دعاز اڈے اس مقام محمود کیوں یہ جاتے ہیں تو کتنے خربوں بلین بلین ٹریلین دفعہ یہ دعا کی گئے اس مقام محمود کے لیے تاکہ کیا یا اللہ بس حساب شروع کر دے اللہ تعالیٰ کہتے ہیں ٹھیک ہے حساب شروع کرتے ہیں آپ کی امت سے شروع کروں گا آپ کی امت سے شروع کریں گے آپ پیش کرو اپنے ایک امتی اس وقت سے نہ رسول اللہ سرسمن اس امام الزاہدین کو بلائیں گے اللہ اکبر سعید ابو بکر صدیق کو بلائیں گے تو پیش ہو جا سعید ابو بکر سنگھ پریشان پورے انسانیت کھڑا ہے اللہ تعالیٰ کے سامنے نبی کریم سسم کہیں گے تو پیش ہو جا اب وہ کامل متب سنت ہے عاشق رسول تھے جیسے نبی تھے ویسے صدیق ہے وہ بھی سرزے میں چلے جائیں گے بس ان کو یہ آئے گا وہ سرزے میں چلے جائیں گے اب سین ابو بکر صدیق تو سرد میں ہوں گے سرد میں ہوں گے سرد میں ہوں گے اللہ تعالیٰ کہیں گے آپ اپنا سر اٹھائیں اب کیا ہوگا اب جو علماء ہے ان کو ایک اور حدیث آتا ہے جو ابو بکر صدیق کے فضائل میں آتا ہے کہ سید رسول نے کے بارے میں فرمایا کہ میں نے اپنے تمام صحابہ کا احسان کا بدلہ دیا سوائے ابو بکر ابو بکر کا احسان کا بدلہ اللہ ہی دے سکیں گے قیامت کے دن صدق الرسول نبی کریم سسم بھی سچے اب یہ وقت ہوگا اور وہ کون سا احسان تھا یہ یہی واقعہ تھا سید ابو بکر سنگھ کا زہد جس کے نبی نے کہا کہ میں اس کے بدلہ نہیں دے سکتا اب اللہ تعالیٰ اس نبی اپنے پیارے نبی کریم سسم کے نکلے الفاظ کی لاج رکھیں گے ابو بکر کو کہیں گے آپ سجدے سے اٹھیں اور آپ جنت میں چلے جائیں آپ سجدے سے اٹھیں اور آپ جنت میں چلے جائیں دس از ہاؤ دیو جسمیں All of it comes down to the zuhud of Abu Bakr Siddiq with Allah Ta'ala. This is how important zuhud is. And we are supposed to follow the Prophet and we are supposed to follow his Siddiq. May Allah Ta'ala make each and every one of us have zuhud in our life. May he take out the love for the dunya from our heart. May he put love for the akhirah in our heart. Love for him in our heart. Wa akhirah da'wana. الحمد لله رب العالمين